Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Good morning. It's lovely to be here, finally, um, to join you at Greyfriars. Over the next year, I'm so looking forward to working with you, coming alongside you, getting to know you. And as I prepare, the plan is for the next year is to work with you and then we're going to move over and I'll be taking on the role at Whitley Parish. As a family, we are so looking forward to get to know you as well. And please do come and say hello to us. We're coming, I know with the masks, it's not always that easy. And we're so excited about what God is doing. He's what not he's doing across Reading, and he's doing that with across that partnership with Greyfriars and Whitley Parish. And we are passionate about seeing what God is going to be doing across the community of Whitley. For Whitley to flourish and for people to encounter the loving, transforming God. See, Whitley's got around about 18,000 people in its um, parish. And it's one of the most deprived parishes in Oxford, diocese. But it's also a parish whose social and economic landscape is changing. It's a great opportunity for mission. And as a church, we're called to be part of God's mission. And we're seeing the opportunities in community outreach, children's and families, youth work, young adults, and local businesses. So in the next few months, we're looking forward to, as I said, getting to know you, building relationships, and working in partnership with Greyfriars and the Whitney Parish. We want you to pray for us and help us discern God's vision for the parish of Whitley, discern God, and also to discern God's will for where he's leading us in the parish. So please do that. Join in with us. So let's just take a few moments. So I'm going to lead us in prayer as before I start to preach. Father, I just want to praise and thank you that we can come here this morning. I pray that you would lead me by your spirit, that may my words be your words and open our hearts and minds afresh to what you have to say to us this morning and the new thing you're doing in our lives. Amen. I think over the last six months, they haven't been easy, have they? Our way of life as we know it has been turned upside down, especially for the church and due to COVID. There's been a testing and worrying time for many of us. And the way of life as we know it has changed whether we like it or not. As myself and Rachel and Megan and Keris prepared to move to Reading and to take on my role as the interim vicar for Greyfriars and then moving on to Whitley, We've had to adjust as a family to a new home, a new church, new people and a new surroundings. We've had to adjust to new travel routines. It's been quite a joke in the family that I've had to get on the bus, which I've never done before. And I've had to learn to get the trains and learn my way around Whitley and the times I used to use a sat-nav to get to Lidl. My wife has had to learn to commute to Whitley Village in... Um, Whiteley Village, I always get the two muddled up, into Walton on Thames. Megan has learned to travel to Farnborough and Keris is going into London. And I'm having to learn my way to travel around Reading. So this is a new thing for us and it's quite daunting. There's lots of change. 
And the passage today from Isaiah is a wonderful reminder to us that we're not on our own. That God is with us, we must not be afraid of change. The new thing he is doing in our lives and the lives of others and the lives of our church. And I also believe this is the same message that God has for each of us this morning. See, I am doing a new thing. And our reading this morning from Isaiah tells us that the Israelites were once again going through a difficult time because of their lack of trust in God and continual rebellion. They were living their lives as they wanted and they ceased to live their lives as God intended for them. See, their lives were meant to be a witness. A witness of who God is and what he had done for them. That's the same for you and me. See, once again, the Israelites were being held captive, living as slaves by the Babylonians, and yet still God wanted to encourage them. He wanted them to know, despite the things they had done, or they were going through, he had not left them, and he hadn't forsaken them. He was still there for them. And as we start in chapter 43, God reminds the Israelites that he had created them, and he knew each one of them individually. He was still there for them. They were special, just like you and me. See, throughout the chapter 43, God tells his people, do not be afraid. How often have we felt that during this crisis? How often do we feel that now when we're coming into the unknown? See, we struggle, don't we? During these times of uncertainty, we are afraid. The Israelites figured that they'd gone too far, that their sin was so great that God would be no longer their God. But this is not the truth. He reminded them that he was their redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. God reminded them that he'd been there for his people before and he will be there for them again to save them. God would save them once again, just as he did before during the Exodus. But it will be different this time. See, having been introduced as the Holy One, the King, the Lord, he identified the God of the Exodus. He was the one that brought them out of Egypt. He tells his people, forget the former things. He gives a whole new picture of who he is. Thus the former things, the old ways of doing things were superseded and in the future there are going to be new ways. See, Isaiah speaks of a future salvation, an imagery of a new exodus. A new exodus that would take place in the wilderness. The Lord himself would no longer be represented in the temple. A new exodus, a new Moses in Jesus Christ. See, Jesus Christ is the final high priest who would take on the sin of the world, offering eternal salvation, forgiveness of sin, and a freedom from oppression for all those who believe in faith and his death and resurrection who follow him. See, in verse 18, God says, but forget all that. The word forget here does not mean you shouldn't look back. And it's important to learn from what's gone in the past. But I wonder what is it that God is saying to us and saying to his church? What is he saying to us? And I believe he's saying, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? 
I will make a pathway in the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland, for I am doing a new thing. In the King James Bible, it says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. This was a declarative word spoken by God to his people in Isaiah 43. God was calling his people out of the old and into the new. Behold actually means to stand in awe and be amazed. Wow, did God really say this? He's announcing a statement of his character, a redeemer. In fact, in the same breath, God was announcing the hope for humanity in Jesus Christ. The grace of the gospel is what we all experience and he wants others to experience as well. Today I believe that God is saying to his church, you and me, behold, I am doing a new thing. For this new thing to spring up, there must be a clearing away of the hold. The old is hardly ever bad, as I've said, and it doesn't, but the problem is, is the old sometimes stops the fresh from starting. During this lockdown, we've had to force, and we were forced to stop everything as a church, weren't we? We've had to find new ways of meeting, communicating with people virtually, and the dreaded Zoom meetings. Oh, Zoom meetings. For many of us, it's been a difficult time, missing contact with others, and the church does not look like church anymore. No communion being shared. We're unable to sing, shake hands, hug, and share in that coffee and communion afterwards. See, when I was at St. John's in Guildford, and where I've just come from and done my curacy, we had a prophecy, and the prophecy was given to us that God was going to blow the doors off the church. He certainly did. Okay, the doors, the doors may not have been physically blown off, but we've been forced to do church in a new way. We've had to move to online worship, serve our communities in a new way during the time of need. We've had to do a new way. The key workers have had to work in different ways. We've had to look after our friends, our families, and others in our communities around us in new ways. During this time, God has still been active, and we may not have seen that. He's been active through you and me. But something else amazing has been happening, not just in Reading, but throughout the world. See, Google Search reported that there had been a 50% increase in people searching for prayer during this lockdown due to feelings of anxiety and hopelessness. A quarter of UK adults say they'd watched or listened to a religious service during lockdown. One in 20 adults say they'd watched or listened to a religious service who had never been in church before. A third of UK adults, 18 to 34, said they'd watched and listened to a religious service online who have never done this before. But actually, only one in five adults above have been watching it online. God is doing something new. Are we going to seize the moment? Are we going to seize the opportunity to do and join in with what God is saying? Many months ago, God gave me Isaiah 43, 19, which is and today's reading for St. John's, but I also believe it's a reading for the church today, for the church of Greyfriars, for the church at Whitley. See, God, he is doing something new. He has already begun it. 
Do you see it? He's making a pathway in the wilderness for us. And he's going to create rivers in the dry wasteland. He is outpouring his spirit. But for God to do this new thing, we may need to stop the old to enable the new to flourish. For this new thing to happen, we need to pray and seek his leading of his Holy Spirit more in our lives and as the church and as an, in our community. God is opening up new opportunities for us, his church, to serve him in a new way. And he wants us to join in with this new thing. What is the new thing he, he's doing on our doorsteps in Reading? What is the new thing he's doing in our communities, in our workplaces, in our universities, in our home lives? What are the signs of the new thing that God may be doing at Greyfriars? We only have to look out the door to see the diggers out there as we develop the new building. The new project is exciting. Mission opportunities, opportunities new, new mission opportunities in Reading. And at Whitley with us, they're so exciting. New ways of doing Alpha online, home groups, online church, new ways of worshipping, meeting God, not just doing the same old thing. God is calling us to come up out of the ordinary, rise above our limits and out of our comfort zones. How many of us here love sitting in those comfort zones and God is saying to you this morning, I'm doing a new thing, but you may have to clear away and trust in me. He's asking us to see, respond to his hand of preparation and purpose in our lives and the lives of the church. And as we live our lives according to God's word and spirit with a renewed passion and see his kingdom come here on earth in Reading, in our homes, in Whitley, in the parish, are we expecting God to do the new thing in our lives? I know it seems overwhelming. And certainly considering our, our circumstances we're in at the moment, whether we're seeing this rise of COVID again, do not be afraid, God is telling us. The Bible declares that God has made the way. He has carved the road for each of us and put rivers of provision in place. He wants to refresh us. And we were praying this morning that God wants to refresh us. He wants to revive us. And what does God say? He says, anyone who thirsts, let them come to me. Drink from me. Rivers of living water will brim and spill out of the depths of the earth and to anyone who asks for it. Church, God is doing a new thing. There is so much on the horizon. There's so many missional opportunities that lie ahead of us. Are you going to join in with it? Are you willing to step out in faith and trust? Are you willing to step out into the unknown? We are so excited about being part of what God is doing at Greyfriars and Whitley. He's been preparing the ground for us. The harvests are great, but the workers are few. We would love some of you to come and join us at Whitley. But what is God saying to you? We would love you to join us at Whitley, be part of this new, exciting journey, together and part of the new thing that God is doing. As we continue to navigate as a church through this COVID crisis, let's not be discouraged by the bumps on the road, the detours in the path. We must continue to trust, put our faith in God and speak the new things into the wilderness to bring life into where God has placed us. Let us taste afresh of the new thing that God is doing.
Let's taste afresh of the new things doing our church, our workplaces, our lives, wherever he's put you. Let's open ourselves up afresh. Let's not fear. Let's not fear COVID or get in the way of what God is doing. Let's look at what God is doing and new opportunities he's given us to share the gospel, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I know that God is preparing a way for us. I know that he's given us new opportunities. Are we willing to join in?